0: Hi everyone, I'm Pastor Eric,
1: and I'm Kelsey,
0: and we're here to welcome you back to another exciting episode of the good news in Harry Potter. Today we're going to be talking about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Chapter 2, Dobby's Warning. So Kelsey, what did you like about this chapter?
1: Well, I know this chapter doesn't really make him seem like that great of a character. He actually kind of seems like a jerk, but Dobby is one of my all time favorite characters. So the fact that he's finally in the story it was really exciting. You have his big green eyes staring at Harry Potter. Um, and even though he's causing all sorts of issues for Harry, I still just think he is the cutest and most selfless soul in this book. What about you?
0: Yeah, I really enjoy Dobby as a character. I mean, uh, people, if you are just reading along right now, Dobby seems like a pretty terrible person, but I trust you, spoiler alert, he gets better. Yeah. But he's really terrible in this chapter. Causes all sorts of trouble, and, you know, you don't want that for Harry. He's not even having that great of a summer so far.
1: Yeah, you, you do feel bad. And, you know, again, spoiler alert, a lot of times when Dobby tries to help, it kind of turns into a mess but I think that's just part of his charm to me.
0: He's a well-intentioned little house elf. Yes. But Dobby here, he sets off on a series of events that just seems to cause Harry headaches. He messes up uh, Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia's big business dinner um, uh, with first dropping a cake and then uh, uh, because of the magic that was performed, uh, there's a an owl that swoops into the house um, and frightens the uh, the wife of uh, Mr. Dursley's business partner, and it all just ends terribly. And the wrath that we know that the Uncle Vernon and Petunia have for magic just have a chance to just come out and wrath themselves on uh, on Harry here.
1: Yeah, Harry's consequences are bad in three ways. He ends up having bars on his window and is stuck in his room. He's potentially in trouble with Hogwarts because they think that he performed the magic outside of school, and now the Dursleys know that Harry's not allowed to use magic outside of school. So that last little bit of threat that he had to the Dursleys that were making them be somewhat pleasant to him up until this point is just shattered.
0: Yeah, he, he essentially becomes a prisoner. They build a slot in the door to slide in food that he has to share with mm-hmm. uh,
1: uh He only gets to go to the bathroom twice a day.
0: That just, it just sounds terrible. You, you wonder, you know, if anyone looking around this neighborhood and sees the bars go up, if they would think, hey, you know, maybe we should call CPS on yeah, these people.
1: I really wonder how they never get called during this.
0: So we have Harry go through all of this extra trouble and we find out that Dobby's the one that's preventing uh, and enhancing his feeling of isolation because he's been holding off on the letters that Harry's friends have been writing him from uh, Ron and Hermione and Hagrid. And so he just comes with a stark warning and says, Harry Potter can't go back to Hogwarts.
1: Yeah, and with no explanation too. So I think In Harry's shoes, that's the hardest part. He's like, why can't I go back to Hogwarts? And it's just, you can't. And if he starts to say any more, Dobby freaks out and starts punishing himself.
0: Yeah. uh, We get this, Dobby has this very exaggerated sense of penance. And it's from bashing his head into cupboards or telling about how he's going to slam his ears in ovens. Dobby doesn't seem like, you know, as bad as Harry's life is at the moment, Dobby doesn't, life doesn't seem that great.
1: Yeah, Harry even thinks to himself at one point, you know, I thought I had it bad with the Dursleys, but this seems even worse.
0: And uh, uh, despite the fact that Dobby can do magic, that he seems to be able to appear and disappear at will, he can levitate with the snap of his fingers. Um, We get that he is in an unequal relationship with his masters.
1: Yes, the fact that he's not even wearing clothes, just a dirty old pillowcase, um, and that he is has to be so allegiant to their wishes that even if he's saying something that he knows that they wouldn't want him to say, he has to punish himself. He's definitely not on an equal playing field here.
0: Yeah, it's almost like... Like, he's been psychologically abused to the point where, you know, he just feels like this is the way, this is his lot in life, and, you know, this is what he's supposed to do, and there's nothing wrong with it.
1: Yeah, the fact that the thing that seems most outlandish to him is that Harry offers him a seat. Um, that that's mind-blowing to him and so out of the ordinary just shows the level of abuse that he's used to
0: which thus causes a spiral and he has to punish himself for momentarily thinking ill of his masters Mm -hmm. so Harry's just blatant bottom-rung kindness that he offers to Dobby is enough to just throw him into a tailspin here and so I really think that Dobby and his relationship is the focus of this chapter because we have this huge gulf of inequality that we're introduced to in the wizarding world that we really haven't seen up until this point,
1: mm-hmm. that
0: there's haves and have-nots in the wizarding world, and then also in the magical creature world, and I, I, I don't know what we can describe this other than just abject slavery.
1: Absolutely. And it made me think of the story of Jesus and the Samaritan woman at the well, of that whole concept of there being haves and have-nots and people that you can talk to and shouldn't talk to or are supposed to treat a certain way. Um, Just like the woman at the well said to Jesus, you know, I'm a Samaritan, you're a Jew, you shouldn't be talking to me. You definitely shouldn't be asking me for water.
0: Yeah, and uh, that gulf and disparity, you know, was was present in first century Palestine, just as we have a a gulf of uh, inequality here in our chapter from uh, Harry Potter. Uh, And the good news, especially in that story of the woman of the well, is that there's something new coming. Jesus tells this woman about there is a time that is near when neither the Jews in Jerusalem nor the Samaritans here on Mount Hebron will be worshiping in the way that they used to because salvation is open to all. Mm -hmm. And this perceived gulf that exists between Jesus and the Samaritan woman is going away. And that they are both equal in the redemptive grace of God that is coming as long as they that they won't worship like they used to, but they'll worship in a new way in spirit and in truth. And I think that truth is, is that that Jesus on the cross came for all of us. It isn't something that is only for some and not for others. It is the breadth and width and depth of God's love is greater than we can ever possibly imagine and thus lifts all boats in the sea.
1: Absolutely. And I think that one simple line that Dobby said to me really spoke to that of, he said to Harry, I've heard of your greatness, but not your goodness. And I think that Dobby's gonna walk away from this really feeling that the tides are turning, that Harry Potter, this person who's so well-known and so powerful, is also good and kind.
0: And I think that's something that's, that's such an underrated line in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that we should hold on to when we think about our God. That we often characterize God as powerful and all-knowing and, he, and God does these great things all the time but we forget and we kind of try and limit God all the time mm-hmm. into who is a uh, Who does God favor? Who doesn't God favor? Who is walking the right path? We we always try and limit God, but we forget that God is great, but God is also good. Now, hold on to that good God that you hear in your hearts today, people of God out there, as we head in next week into chapter 3. Remember that God goes with you and God loves you, no matter where you are in your faith journey, no matter where you are in life, God continues to walk with you this day. See you next week.